It's time for a mashup of the Bearman Olympics and Kim's launch party. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, hey, hey. We're finally back in the studio. Okay, I have we're to like, together again. I know. I have to like maintain my excitement because I don't want to go into a high pitchy voice. Hi, guys. What's up? It's Elena here. You can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. Where can they find you, Suzette? Hi, guys. This is Suzette. You can find me at Suzette Bab on Instagram and Twitter. And I just want to say hello to Candace out there. She's going to take a little break. She's in Tennessee. We're sending you our love. Absolutely. And you're tuned in to Don't Be Tardy on AfterBuzz TV. That's right. Now, this episode will be, well, this show will be covering episode 10, which was the Beerman Olympics. And tonight's episode of The Launch Party. So we kind of have a lot to talk about. We have so much to talk about. So if you're tuned in the chat room, please let us know your thoughts on last week's episode where we're about to focus on Tracy's date. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you feel about her date? Was it not awkward for you to watch? It was so uncomfortable. I don't even know if you'd call that a date. It was like two people meeting for the first time with two 19-year-olds. It was super, super awkward. So you have Tracy, who met a girl maybe 25. Tracy's yeah. 45, online dating. And when I say met, like, I'm guessing Grinder, Tinder. They've never actually talked on the phone. Which so was probably... surprising. Was it really, though? I mean... This is the thing. Tracy is an online dater. She's the app kind of dating person. And if Brielle was right about her just getting the girls and sleeping with them, then I would think that there's some kind of conversation that's happening before that point. You know what I mean? I don't really know what's happening because she had the long-term relationship with the girlfriend. Right. Before. So I'm not sure if she's online dating just to be kind of cool if you will because again if you're always hanging out with a 19 year old that's online dating Mm -hmm. that's what you think like you should be doing which it's fine but I think maybe like not on Grindr or Tinder like maybe do something else and I think that instead of going out with Zach and Brielle Instead, she could have had a nice dinner at the house with Cam, with Croy, like a little more like normalcy with some adults because right. it was awkward. And then the thing when she said about would you be in an open relationship, like where did that come from? Why would you even bring that up if you're interested in dating this person? Because like, you just want to sleep with them. You just want to like have fun. But you're with two 19-year-olds. But, yeah, like, at, at that point, then be a better example. So yeah, I think... It's not appropriate. Watching um, the Bearman Olympics, that episode, the hard part for me was the fact that Brielle was kind of taking lead on the date. She was telling Tracy what to say and how to act, and, you know, and that was just like, okay, Tracy, you're 45 years old. You should have enough experience in the dating world to not allow, to not have a 19-year-old tell you the do's and don'ts. And not saying that Brielle isn't a great dater or that she can't date, not taking any way of, anything away from her just saying that it was a lot it was just very awkward it was I think there was just so much silence that she was trying to do something but that's what you do if like if I set you up with someone and we go on a double date I'm gonna be the icebreaker right. you know it's like oh remember when you traveled to Miami didn't you go to Miami that's when you do it but right. it wasn't appropriate but that I, I didn't really love the dating choice I thought she as well was a little you know, she was very soft-spoken, a little strange. So I'm not sure if the producers kind of edited the show yeah, to make it seem so. that way. Because we just got a lot of silence and facial expressions from her. And we barely got any comments or, or, or words. In yeah. I, I don't even... Tracy, what the hell were you thinking? Let me just, let me just say that. It was bad. It, uncomfortable. Weird. 
It was just too much. Anyway. She should date her age, I really think. Or maybe even date someone older. But this here's the thing. You you pay for the girl to come out to Atlanta, and you don't know her age? Right. Well, sometimes... You, I mean, she didn't look super young. So sometimes... If you know, sometimes as we get older, you forget you're getting older, <laughs> so you forget to ask everyone around you, like, "How old are you?" And then you're like, "Wow, I'm the oldest one in the group." I mean, it's it's a common mistake that happens. What You'll I, see. What I did find out through Tracy's dating, bon voyage, whatever you want to call it, is that she doesn't live with them. I didn't know that she had. Oh, her, I totally missed that. I didn't know that she had her own house. She was like, "Um, yeah, I'll call her back when I go to my house, or she's gonna bring her back up there." So when that little detail came out, I was like, "Wait, I thought Bloom lived in a house there with them twenty four seven. Well, she is there twenty four seven, right? Like, she must have a room or something. So maybe it's a back house or something. But she kept saying my house, right, my right. house, and I'm just like. Tracy has a house? Yeah. And she probably does, but I feel yeah. like, you know, she... Well, she, if she was on Top Chef, she did other stuff. I'm sure, you know, she seems successful. She is a part of the family, so we always miss that. Let's get into the Olympics yes. part of that episode. So it became like this rivalry between the siblings over $1,000 because Croy and Kim wanted to distract the kids from all that was happening. And I love that we got to see a competitive, competitive side of Ariana. I also love how Don't much... Don't say Rhea. <laughs> she, like, I, threw it in the bag. She was just... I, but that's, that's what I'm going to say. I also love how much Brielle is her mom's junior. She 100%. is Kim's mini-me that you you cannot hate on it. You just have to embrace it and love yeah. it. So the fact that she was like, you know, give me a shopping spree and I'll be good at that. That was interesting. So have you... You do, do you have siblings? So my brother is seven years younger. Okay. So we there there's not even a zero point zero one percent of any competitiveness like at all. Like we are super supportive of each other. It's totally different because I was an only child for seven years, uh-huh. and in so many respects, like I want to take care of him and be there for him. So I don't know what it's like to have any competitiveness and within siblings or anything like that. What about you? So I think so, just a little bit. So my uh, <laughs> my. My mom's youngest child, my little brother, he's 10 years younger than me. And I think when it comes to anything athletic, we get very competitive because, you know, he's this young guy who's into sports and track and field and all of these things. And he likes to think that I can't do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thinks he likes to think that he's faster than me or that he's better than me. So I kind of like show him up like, right, right. Oh, like I'm sure you do. You know, know, like be careful kid. You don't know who you're messing with here. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that aspect was fun. I think if we've ever gone to like a jumping place that that would have been something to win a thousand dollars over. I love that. Yeah. That was the prize. What a prize. Can Croy come be my step? I know. Croy, why are you so sweet? He's just like <laughs> such a good father and husband. He, he really, really is. So we didn't miss that much on the Beerman Olympics, but that. But moving on to episode 11 of the launch party. Yes, Kim's birthday. Kim's birthday. Cashmere finally came out on the show. I feel like this whole season has been leading up to this launch. Agreed. Um, And then at the end of the episode, we kind of got some not so good news, you know. So let's just go into it and dissect it a little bit when it comes to the launch. So how did it feel watching her birthday party slash launch party? Well, I really thought it was surprising that nobody around her knew that she had been kind of creating this new brand, this new skincare line, oil line. 
And it's funny because I follow her on Snap and Instagram. I remember, remember a long time ago, like, seeing her kind of different photos saying, like, can't wait for what's happening. And, of course, I was, like, on pins and needles. What's going on? Right. But I thought it was cool. And it's unfortunate that, you know, we see the same kind of cycle with her and Brielle always saying that they have those haters. And it's, it is really sad. Like, she has worked so hard for what she does have. And with her having the stroke... Um, I've always found her to be just, like, a positive person, like, wanting positive energy around her. But, you know, it's a bummer that there are still those, you know, people around her. But I thought the party was a success. Tracy killed it. Like, it I was loved gorgeous. the Tiffany blue, yes. the ice sculpture. You know, you already knew walking into it, like, what Kim's brand has become. Because when we first met her on Atlanta Housewives, she had, like, the synthetic hair. Right. And, you know, always chain smoking. Mm-hmm. And she has. She's really evolved. So... I thought the party was just really flawless, and yeah, we're still waiting for the oil. <laughs> we're like, we're still waiting for our samples, Kim. Hello. 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 Um, the touch of the party that was, I guess, sentimental for me was just the fact that she kept breaking down. Mm-hmm. Now, all episode, we've been talking about wanting to go deeper and wanting to, like, you know, take off the blindfold. When we watch Kim on the show, everything is together. Like, although the kids may be going crazy, when it comes to her and Croy, they have it together. They're very solid. They kind of don't really show emotion. And that's more so this season because she has been open previously. So I don't know if it's because of the stroke that she had that she wanted to be a little bit more reserved. I think so. Or what the case may be. But while she was giving her thank yous and kind of just, you know, talking to the people of the party... She was breaking down and she was getting emotional. Mm-hmm. And, and that pulled my heartstrings and made me feel more connected to the show. And I think that this whole season, we've been asking for the opportunity to feel that connection, mm-hmm. the opportunity to kind of take the wigs off and, and really be bare. And although she was full face, you know, wig on, right. it's it still tra- it got to you. It got to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish that we could see more of that. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily her breaking down crying boo-hooing, but more of the the authentic. Well, I think in order to see that authentic side, then the truth is going to unfold with the direction of where everyone's going to go. Because it's really tough. You know, she has a daughter, Brielle, who's 19, 20, has this job opportunity. And it's hard because then she has, like, kind of almost newborn. So it's almost, it's the same family, but it's almost two separate growing, you know, spurts. So I think she is kind of loosening at the seams because you're trying to hold it together, but you don't want to lose your daughter. It's like, how do you set them free? So let's talk about her daughters kind of being gone. So we didn't see Ariana this episode because... Yeah, they said she was in D.C. She was on a field trip. Thing. Okay. Um, in D.C. And then Brielle got news from Jake that she would be a PA for Access Hollywood. Got an offer to be, yes, from which the is publicist. super exciting. That's huge. And she showed up with her folder to Croy. So, the, I mean... My face. I'm like, really? A $3,100 apartment? Regardless of what was in the folder, it's, you're right. it's you're the right. fact that she took initiative Croy to... Croy could have given her that. Yes. She's she, trying. She took initiative to gather things. Now her, her Though a Jeep is way better to have than a Range Rover than a in Range. LA. I was like, what's the difference? <laughs> she might have been super expensive with her taste, but I think That's the fact that... That's from her mother's taste. That's what she, hi, they had her white Range Rover that Big Papa got her. Right. I remember everything. Okay. <laughs> I love I that you got that. Like, every detail. Yeah, I remember when they got that white Range Rover. So I don't know if she actually accepted the job because we did hear her express some concern about leaving her okay, mom. Okay, let's let's get to it. Yeah. You get a job offer when you're 19 mm-hmm. for Access Hollywood. 
the funds are already going to be there. You know, whether or not she pays $500 for rent, Croy and Kim will pay for whatever it is. She's going to get a car. You know, there's not going to be any issues. So it's like, what is the real issue? Go. So from this episode, Brielle's issue is just her mom's heart. Okay. So the fact that she had a stroke, and 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 that might not be it. It may be a little deeper, but she has. A, it seems like she has attachment issues, and we talk about over and over how you know Kim had her very young, and the bond that they share is something that's unexplainable, mm-hmm. and you know that I haven't experienced in my lifetime. So I don't know what that attachment is like. So when she was speaking, I actually felt her. I felt for her, and mm-hmm. I felt her saying that. I don't want to go halfway across the country and then something happens to my mom or then she needs our help. I don't, you know, she doesn't want that to happen. That could be an excuse. I'm going to disagree with you, so you keep go going. Go for it. So go for it. Where, okay. are, you, where are you thinking well, that I'll she is? Well, I'll tell you because I've lived it. Okay. Okay, so I came to LA when I was 19. Mm-hmm. So when you're worried about your career, this is actually like a life lesson for all the girls out there. Okay, you're going to be over here worrying about your career. You're going to hustle. You're going to move to L.A., New York. You're going to go to college. You're going to go. That's going to be the smaller percentage. Then there's the other percentage. You're going to be dating. You're thinking about marriage. You're a little boy crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want a family. And that's where I see with, you know, Brielle's the, the fork in the road. You know, it's like she does have the dream of the career. But, yeah, we see time and time again, it's the boy crazy. You know, it's like she, you know, had the one boyfriend, then a couple dating. Now she's with, you know, the athlete. And, again, it's like you have to refocus the priorities and the few chances that you get in life. So do you think that she wants to start a family early like her mom did? I think that, you know, at a young age, sometimes having a man in your life it can kind of fill the space not even a void it's just the space you know the it's having that partnership that yeah. i really do believe most americans long for to get married and have that partner um i know like a lot of my friends in minnesota got married very very young you know and had you know go 10 years and here i still am you know not married so you know i think that she has to really sit down and Refocus what she really, really wants to do. So while we're talking about uh, Brielle and her adulthood and what she wants to do, how do you feel about the fact that Kim still monitors her social media and kind of goes through and deletes comments, um, you know, when there's haters? So we talked about the fact that she kept her launch quiet because of right. the spectators. And she also admitted that, you know, she has her daughter's back when it comes to people who hate on her. So how do you feel about her just kind of... I guess mm-hmm. going through and deleting comments, like managing that. Yeah, I think I think you have to. Yeah. I think that I mean I've seen the negative comments, and I you know what I what I respect about Kim so much is if you look at her Instagram and every photo, if people ask her a question or they she respond, responds. she actually responds, which actually though can cause a lot of anxiety. You know, in terms of you know the stress, like going through the, you know the elections most recently i had to take a break from facebook because you're you're so amped up so i think there's nothing wrong with her monitoring it but eventually you have to just you know you can't care what i don't think they do care what everyone thinks but i think that when you're 19 you know and there's so much judgment to maybe her getting lips done or people thinking she has you know the easy way and let's not forget when they were you know brought up having two different dads all the struggles they went through I don't think there was ever an easy way I think that would be really hard having a young mom and no father right so I think it's totally fine that she's looking at it I love that she 
manages. I, I love that she's there. I love that she cares. Yes. There are so many moms today that leave their children out on social media and to and figure, don't even know. And don't Maybe even don't know, even know that they what they're don't doing. know what they're posting. Yeah. Don't know the interactions that they're having. So I love the fact that you know Kim is going through and, and looking at it and, and basically being their biggest fan and their stalker at the same time. I love that yeah. she's doing that. I do hope that while she's doing that, she's also showing and teaching Brielle how to kind of deal with people. Right. Because I feel like Kim's been um, pretty good at dealing with the people who hate on her mm-hmm. or even avoiding them. Um, so when she gets to a point where she maybe isn't monitoring anymore, I want Brielle to be able to step up and handle that for herself yeah. and maybe help Ariana with it and, you know, so far, they can help the siblings. I think sometimes you have to remember, if you post a photo on Instagram, that's it. You're posting it. You're putting out your message. Sometimes that's it. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't need to go back and see what people think. Right. You know, you're just putting your message out there. Because no matter how great you think you, you know, wrote the verbiage, people are always going to perceive things a different way anyways. So if, you know, if she can just learn, put it out there, move on to the next. Right. You know? Absolutely. And I think that's a lesson that we're constantly learning. Oh, yeah. Um, it's every a, day. It's a weird time Especially with, with social media. This, uh, social media. Okay. So let's get into the sentiments of this episode. We have one episode left and I don't mm-hmm. know what's going to come. So I'll get to that later. But toward the end of this episode, we kind of seen Kim... And Croy putting on her hot mo- heart heart oh, monitor yes. because a week after the party, apparently she was having you know some kind of she was feeling certain types of way, and she waited about two weeks before she went to talk to her doctor about it, and then he immediately told her that she needed to be wearing yeah. a heart monitor. So that's all the details that they gave Scary. us. We have nothing you know to go from, so we don't know if she's possibly gonna have another stroke or mm-hmm. if, if her heart is failing. We don't know anything. We just know that she's being monitored and. I think that it was just I I don't I don't I don't I don't know the events of everything that happened but the way that it was placed at the end of the episode for us to have to walk away right. with that it's very troublesome mm-hmm. and although it's in the past and it happened already and she's fine and she's living and she's traveling right. which we'll get into when news and gossip mm-hmm. it's still the fact that there's anxiety building up at least for me as a fan of what's going to happen next episode like did she really go through something that I missed that she kept quiet well strokes are funny my dad had a couple strokes about a year and a half ago and it's weird because we haven't really seen Kim talk about, like, is she on medications? Like, I mean, my dad went through so many meds. Like, it was exhausting for over a year straight. So I, I'd like to know, like, she had a stroke, she had heart surgery, but but then what are you, you, you usually are taking something. I mean, stroke, it's a weird thing. You just don't know, like, does she have epilepsy? Yeah. You know, what is it from? I, I think that's just what's causing me to have anxiety. Oh my God. We're watching the show, and they just <laughs> left us there. They didn't give us any clue or anything like that. And even in the preview for next episode, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, no idea. We don't know how they're going to tie up this season. How is all, how are all the dots going to connect? You know, we got a little bit of the cashmere, and then today was the launch. We got a little mm-hmm. bit of her wanting to have kids and getting older. Her birthday passed, Brielle and her job. Maybe she'll start going into talking about strokes because there are certain things that, you know, not a lot of people... Like, I don't really even know anything still about, you know, strokes. Just right. like Yolanda talks about Lyme disease. You know, maybe, you know... Kim, you know, will do something to educate people while she's learning, too. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully next episode is just packed with a bunch of stuff. In, a, in 20 minutes. <laughs> in, 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 20, in about 20 to 30 <laughs> minutes so that we can get our entire lives. But let's move on to some news and gossip while we can. After Buzz TV News. 
So what's happening okay, with Kim? Okay, so in following Kim's snap, she actually was just in L.A. Uh, she was here to have dinner with Malika. As we know, her and Malika, Malika's sister and Chloe are always out. So they were at dinner. And then also, it looks like, well, I don't know for sure, but I'm just assuming she's going to be on ease medium with Tyler Henry because there was a photo with her and Croy and nice. the medium Tyler. So I'm going to assume that maybe we're going to be seeing her on E. And, you know, he's a medium, but he also will say, do you want to talk about career? Do you want to talk about love, family? So I'm hoping that she talks about family and maybe he can say, you know what? Your mom's missing you or Croy's family. Or maybe they're not. But I, you know, I'm still... I'm still hoping that there's something with, you know, it's so strange that they don't talk to either of their parents with with all the kids they have. So with that point, while we got the jingles in our ears, let's just transition straight into some predictions for the finale. Hello. (laughs) Crystal ball. Ooh. I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, Next episode, I feel like they will touch on family. Because they have it all season, and this is have this has been my prediction, this has been my hope. But I do feel like they're gonna try to find some type of way to bring it full term. I don't know if they're gonna have another season of Don't Be Tardy. They haven't oh, yes, they will. really alluded. Oh my gosh. They haven't really alluded to <laughs> the idea of it. So I'm hoping that on next episode we kind of get a little bit more details of the things that's been happening behind the scenes. We still don't know via the show what Croy is doing, where he's right. going career wise. So there's gonna be a little bit of that, mm-hmm. and then there's gonna be a little bit. Of the, of the family. Right. So um, it was weird just seeing a little glimpse because I felt like there, there was time in between because it talked about Brielle and her boyfriend now, the Michael, the baseball player. So yeah. I'm like, how did that just happen? I'm not sure. And then obviously we know that Croy was with Buffalo and now he's not. So... I'm curious to see how this last episode comes to fruition. Like, are they going to get a call that he's finally at Buffalo? Or So I don't really know my predictions. I mean, I'm still waiting for Croy to kind of find his place. Like I've said, I think that he would be great doing sports journalism. But there again, I mean, there's this big family. They're all talented. And it's like, how do they all get to live their passions and do their things and then be together? Right. You know, so I feel like I don't even have any... Um, predictions, but maybe we'll find out, you know, more about Kim's stress and the girls helping mo- out more. But there again, how does Brielle help out more if she wants to go to LA? So I'm just kind of a mess over here. Yeah. Well, next episode will be the finale of Don't Be Tardy for this season. And I think that we're going to do something fun when it comes to the interactions with the fans and the comments. So if you've been following us this season, make sure that you are tuned in live next episode as I'll have my laptop up and I'll be able to read all of your uh, live feed. But that's all the time we have for today. So I guess until next time, you guys can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. You can follow me at Suzette Bab and then follow our girl Candace at Pimp Fried Rice. Absolutely. And don't be late for the party next week. We'll That's see you. We'll see you on Wednesday. Number 12. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 